Coming up on Locked On Dodgers, the bullpen continues to struggle. Is there any hope? Is there any chances? Is there anything that the Dodgers can do right now that can improve this bullpen? Dave Roberts not necessarily helping himself out the way he's managing the bullpen. We'll talk about that. And then Max Muncy diagnosed with the hamstring strain, but he's not going on the injured list yet. So that be something that the Dodgers just take care of right now. That's what's on tap, so make sure to keep it Locked On Dodgers. You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, 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 Dodger fans, welcome to Locked On Dodgers. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked On, your team every day. This is a daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans' perspective on our boys in blue. You find us wherever you find podcasts and on YouTube simply by searching for Locked On Dodgers. If you want to become a part of the everydayers and never miss a day, you can make it easy on yourself by subscribing wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Just search for Locked On Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. If this is your first time listening or watching, I'm Vince Samperio, and usually joined by co-host Jeff Snyder. Although today I'll be going solo. Jeff covered for me the last couple nights, and Jeff has a longer commute. Uh, Jeff was at the Dodger game on wednesday night and has a little bit longer commute so uh it was gonna be pretty late since the dodgers went over three hours last night so i told him i'd, I'd handle today's episode and uh you know not talk about the stuff that's not as fun to talk about yeah dodgers lost last night eight to four was the final score it was not a fun game to watch for the most part it was fun for like two innings uh, and then it wasn't much fun beyond that clayton kershaw got the start Went six innings, so, you know, tried his best to help out the Dodgers and the bullpen, uh, but it didn't quite work out. He gave up a pair of solo home runs. He struck out five, you know, six hits, five strikeouts, two walks, two earned runs off the home run. So, Clayton Kershaw had a, a good start, left the game down 2-0. Well, technically left the game down 2-0. Dodgers end up putting up four in the bottom of the sixth. And then after that, the Dodgers gave up three runs in the top of the eighth and three runs in the top of the ninth. So, yeah, like I said, real quick, the positive, you know, Clayton Kershaw is a positive. And then that sixth inning was a positive. Um, But other than that, there there was not too much else positive about this game. And, you know, it's hard to, you know, even scoring four runs is not a, groundbreaking amount of runs but it's enough runs and it's still you still feel it's one of those things where at this point like you feel mad at the offense for not scoring more even though you know realistically they've been scoring enough and four runs against a team like the White Sox who's not that good uh probably should have been enough but again putting up four runs especially coming back late in the game after being down two you can't fault the offense too much you know and it's tough because 
you think about no, you think about the one inning. Well, first of all, I think the fact that the Dodgers were facing Mike Clevenger at the beginning, uh, he ended up leaving early due to injury in the fifth inning. But up until that point, he had shut the Dodgers down. But you remember the one inning where you have a bottom of the order of Outman, Rojas, and Austin Barnes, and you don't expect much from that. And then they come up with, you know, they come up with two runners, first and third, nobody out. Mookie Betts pops fouls out on first pitch, I believe. And Freddie Freeman fouls out on first pitch. Uh, and then the Dodgers end up scoring. So, like, you think of that and you think, okay, I can get mad at the offense for things like that. But at the end of the day, after six innings, the Dodgers were – or after seven innings, the Dodgers were winning 4-2. Uh, that's something they should have been able to close out. They weren't able to close it out, and uh, it was a tough look. But the biggest decision in this game, you know, not directly tied to just the bullpen not being good, Yancy Almonte pitched a score the seventh. Dave Roberts sent him back out there for the for the top of the eighth, and two batters later, it was a tight game. And, you know, Roberts – we weren't sure exactly who was available or not available. Um, and, you know, at the in the moment, it felt like, okay, maybe there's one of Gratterall or Phillips is not available, so he's trying to get by using these other guys in order to not have to worry about that. And that wasn't the case. Uh, he said the, after the game, I believe Caleb Ferguson was the only reliever not available. Ruzdal Gratterall ended up pitching anyways in one of those innings. Uh, Robert said that it was a, quote, no-brainer to to have Yancey Almonte come back and face two more hitters in the top of the eighth. He said, quote, it just didn't work out. And, yeah, he, he was then asked about, you know, using Gratterall, using Phillips in that eighth and ninth just to close out the game. And he said, I thought, last if he thought about it, he said, I did. When you throw four or five pitches and then you're going to go out there and get two hitters, I don't think that's a big ask. Amante threw just 10 pitches in that seventh. So, you know, in theory, sending them back out there to try to get a couple outs in the top half of the eighth wasn't, you know, egregious to an extent of, oh, my God, this is one of the worst decisions ever made. But at this point, anything extra you're asking from some of these guys you're, you know, you're playing with hot water. Uh, you're playing in hot water because Yancy Almonte has struggled and been inconsistent the entire season. So when you get a positive outing from him, a scoreless seventh inning, it's almost to the point where it's take that and don't ask for more. Dave Roberts ends up asking for more. Uh, doesn't quite work out. He gives up a double and then he gives up a home run off the foul pole. And the game is tied. And then they end up scoring another run later that inning. And then three more the next inning. Just kind of fell apart from there. They used a bunch of arms that they shouldn't have needed to use. You know, after Almonte, they used four more pitchers. Vesia, Gratterall, Taylor Scott, Victor Gonzalez. None of them went more than two-thirds of an inning. And, yeah, it's one of those where... Like I said, take what when you get some good from a reliever that hasn't been good this season, take it. And at this point, like you need to try to win every game that you have a chance at winning. 
And even, you know, even if you had brought in Grouter on the eighth and it doesn't work out, that's, you know, more easily defensible than trying to throw out, you know, take advantage of Amante having a low pitch count in the seventh and trying to have him do an up down and come back out in the eighth. Like I said, it's not the most egregious. The the idea behind it is there, but I just think right now that if you're going to get a scoreless inning out of one of any of these relievers at this point, then take the scoreless inning unless you need length. If you're losing or if you're up by a lot or things like that, but in close games, you know, it's hard to kind of manage in the moment. And I know I'll, I'll get into this a little bit in the next segment of, you know, some of these bullpen games that they're planning on having coming you know, it's affecting a lot of different little things. I would imagine of if they weren't planning to have a bullpen game on Friday, would Roberts have managed this differently? And I think that is the case here. And I think he is going to try to stretch some of these guys or, or ask for a little bit more out of them. And I don't necessarily think that's the right way to go about it. And that's not necessarily all his fault if they're planning on doing these bullpen games. But again, you're in a point in the season, you're at a point, you know, we don't know if the D-backs are going to slow down. You don't know if, you know, the Giants will keep winning. You don't know if the Padres are going to heat up. You're at a point where if you have a game where you're up four to two with two innings to go, use your best two arms, assuming they're available to pitch, and go out and win. And if you don't win with your best two arms, that's just the way it goes. But if you go out because you were trying to steal outs with the guy that already threw a scoreless inning who – hasn't thrown too many scoreless innings and hasn't recorded five outs this entire season from what I believe. I'm pretty sure he's only recorded four outs. You take that. So we're going to talk more about the bullpen. Is there any hope and is Roberts managing differently because of what the Dodgers have planned um, in bullpen games? So that's what's on tap. So make sure to keep it locked on Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. And hold on here. Bird Dogs make you look good. That, that's And what are Bird Dogs? Bird Dogs, shorts, pants, comfortable. They make you look good. They are stretched and they fit slimmer, but they're stretchy. So you can, you know, move around in them. They're not going to, they're not going to constrict you. Uh, from doing what you need to do when you're out there. And they're basically like Lululemons, but in shorts and, and in short form. Um, they feel way better than regular shorts. That They're not stiff. They're not, you know, restrictive. They can help you out whatever you need. They have an anti-stink sweat-wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. It hasn't started heating up in Southern California yet, but or in Los Angeles specifically. But it will soon. And you're going to need that anti-stick sweat wicking fabric to help you out through those, through those hot summer days. So bird dogs are there to help you out with all of that. And, you know, they look good. You know, you can wear them to golf. You can wear them to the bars for some day drinking. You can wear them here and there. You can wear them, you know, I don't think church is a good place to wear them. But other than that, you can pretty much wear them anywhere else. So bird dogs are there, comfortable. They will make you, they'll help you not stink and they'll, uh, you know, make you look good. So go to birddogs.com slash lockdown MLB for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash lockdown MLB for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. 
we promise you. All right. So let's get back into it. Like I said, Dodgers bullpen uh, is struggling. So we'll talk about is there any hope, but kind of first. So with them only having four starters right now, four healthy starters, the Dodgers have planned at least one or two more bullpen games here in the next couple of weeks uh, until Julio Diaz possibly comes back. And I think it's, well, one, I wish they would just call somebody up. And even if they, even if it becomes a, I don't know, like at this point, I feel like innings that aren't as bad as Noah Syndergaard are positive innings. And the Dodgers have a few guys down on the 40 man roster that can come up and give you three or four innings and not give and not allow six runs. Like I'm pretty sure that's possible with some of the guys that they have. And I would rather have that than a bullpen game where you have to burn seven to eight to nine arms, depending on how it goes and manage games around it differently. That That's the big issue. So, you know, we have the game on, on Wednesday, Clayton Kershaw goes six innings. You're up four to two. You only need three innings. You know, at that point, you're going to your three best relievers or three best matchups, and you're you're winning that game. And then knowing that, but knowing that you have Michael Grove pitching on Thursday, and he hasn't necessarily given you too much length, so you know you might need four-plus innings out of your bullpen on Thursday. And then knowing that you have – a bullpen game on Friday with not anybody on the roster currently that's built to give you, you know, three, four innings. Uh, you, you know, Andre Jackson got, is not on the roster at the moment. So, right. Yeah. So knowing that, you know, you, you manage differently. And I think that cost the Dodgers the game last night. Realistically, I think Dave Roberts was trying to be like, okay, if I can get Yancey Almonte to sneak a couple outs here, I only have to use two pitchers tonight instead of three. And, you know, maybe we score some more runs and then, you know, I don't even have to use any of the, the leverage arms later on because knowing I'm going to need some of those leverage arms tomorrow, realistically, because Michael Grove hasn't been a guy that gives you five, six innings. He's more of a guy that's hitting you for maybe five innings at most. And then you have a full bullpen game on Friday. And it's hurting the way, you know, Dave Roberts, if anything, bullpen management has been one of his biggest criticisms and probably the one area where he struggled. Although most managers struggle with bullpen management, it's either a matter of getting lucky or not getting lucky or, you know, sometimes you put guys in the best position and they don't get it done and you still get blamed. And some guys you sometimes you put guys not in the best position and they do get it done and you get praised. And, you know, it's a matter of that. But if there was the biggest flaw in Dave Roberts managing thing, it's probably bullpen management. So, you know, I think the Dodgers organization, Friedman, whoever is deciding to not bring up a starter or to not go with or to go with bullpen games, is handicapping the Dodgers, you know, Dodgers and Dave Roberts by making him manage games differently that should be just managed to win, not managed to win. And, you know, he's always looking forward to it. You know, obviously there's, 
you're not going to use Evan Phillips five straight games in a row because, if, you know, realistically, he's your best reliever. So if you're saying, okay, I'm going to use my best reliever because I need to win every single game, then, yeah, obviously that's not going to happen. But to have to manage the normal expectations of, okay, I can't use this reliever three days in a row, so, I, you know, I might not use him today. I might try to stretch out this guy today in order to save him for another game. But now you have that plus – in two days, I'm throwing the entire bullpen, and you know every I'm going to need everybody. So if I throw him today and then I have to throw him tomorrow, then I'm not going to be able to throw him in the bullpen game. If you do that with too many guys, then you know now you're you're playing yourself out of that. So I, I think they're they're putting the Dodgers at a disadvantage with that. I do think that you know hopefully Julio's back sooner rather than later, and they don't really need to do this bullpen thing too much. But I think that they should have tried to bring somebody in or brought somebody up that you can relatively believe will give you four innings at the least and maybe four runs and and take that as a win at the moment just because of the simple fact of you don't want to use overuse his arms and and you know Roberts talked about overuse a little bit in after the game he was pretty upset after the game and he, he talked about the bullpen blowing the lead. He said, it's very deflating. Clayton pitched his butt off, competed, didn't have a whole lot as far as stuff, got his way through six innings, and his last inning he had to get five outs. We took a lead. We gave it away. He said it might – when they asked him if it's the lowest he's ever felt with Dodgers pitching, he said probably, yeah, when you're trying to get guys opportunity and feel good about their spots, and when you're in a situation where you don't know which way to go, it's frustrating for everyone. Um, they also asked him about, you know, the matter of – he said it's not let me find a quote. He said it's not tiredness, it's not basically not making excuses for them in terms of usage and everything else. It's basically he says it's not workload, it's not the wrong lanes or the right lanes. It's they need to be better, period. It's very frustrating and they have to do better. And that's true. Like these relievers do have to do better. But I do believe that the Dodgers are putting them in a tough spot right now where they're managing game by game, normal, and then they're managing f- ahead of the game because knowing they have bullpen games coming up. And Roberts is going to maybe try to sneak in, you know, get guys extra outs when they can based on pitch counts or whatever the case is instead of just trying to go for the win every single day with the best that you have that day. So it- it's tough right now. And, you know, is there any hope for this bullpen? You know, I can't say for sure. I, I, it's not, you know, us as you know, we're positive and, you know, we're usually probably more positive than, than you guys like as, as listeners and fans, but it's, you know, I can't say that there's hope on the way right now. You know, we, we, I forgot to mention in, on the start of the week about Alex Reyes and him being out for the season after getting another surgery, but you know, they, they don't have that to count on. And then, you know, Daniel Hudson, Arm seems there, but maybe body's still not there. He's still working his way back. You know, I don't want to count on him and be like, oh, yeah, well, Daniel Hudson's getting closer or Jimmy Nelson's getting closer. Like, you can count on those guys, but I don't expect too much at the moment. So you don't you don't know what you're getting with that. You don't know what you're getting with, you know, Dustin May and his injury, and you don't know what you're getting, you know, anywhere else from some, from some of these guys. And when it comes down to it, like, if, if you're banking on – you know, somebody from the 40-man roster helping out, you know, that's not coming either. That help's not coming. You know, Phil Bickford's on the injured list. 
we're not, oh my God, Phil, we need Phil Bickford back. You know, Tyler Sear, JP Fireisen, I, you know, Sears probably not going to come back. JP Fireisen is maybe a guy you can get excited about, but again, he might not, he wouldn't be expected to pitch till August at the earliest. And I don't expect that to happen either. You know, Pepio still hasn't picked up a baseball. I don't know if he's going to pitch at all this season. And then, right, you know, right now you have guys like Nick Robertson, Taylor Scott on the active roster. You got, you have, you know, Alex Vesey who has struggled. You have Antel Monte who has struggled. Like, if you're looking at the 40 man for help, there's not help coming from the 40 man. If you're looking at uh, health to help, that can be help, but it's not going to be until August the earliest with Hudson or Nelson or Dustin May or, you know, anybody of that nature. If you're looking for traits to help, it's not trading season right now. You know, the Dodgers can maybe overpay and get some trades done, but, you know, then you will be upset when the Dodgers overpay for a random reliever and it doesn't quite work out because relievers are volatile. And if you're looking at the rest of the organization, it's not at that point yet, and I don't think they'll get to that point anytime soon, but it's almost to the point in my head, like, just start calling up some of these young guys and see what they got in the, in one inning stints or two inning stints. Like you're not getting what you need out of, you know, guys like Taylor Scott, Nick Robertson, even Vessia right now, you know, even Almonte right now, you know, and Almonte, I don't think, I, I think Almonte can be fine. I think that's one where you're like, if, if you're counting on the bullpen to bounce back a little bit, he's one of those guys, but yeah, there, there's not a lot of help right now. And, that's why Dave Roberts says they need to be better. And and we've said it a couple times too, like they do need to be better. There's not help right now coming on the way. There's not a lot to be done trade wise. There's not a lot, you know, you're not going to find in. You might find some guys here on, on like the waiver wire or something like that, that could help out, but it's, you're, you know, kind of banking on hope more so than, than actually, than anything else. So it, it's tough. Bullpen has to be better, and that's just the way it is. That's enough bullpen talk. We'll finish up with Max Muncy and what he was diagnosed with and why the Dodgers are kind of waiting for things to see how he's doing instead of just calling somebody up. That's what's on tap, so make sure to keep it locked on Dodgers. I want to thank you for making Locked on Dodgers your first listen of the day every day. Make sure to check us out wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. And we come in every day or by listening every single weekday morning when we're here for you. Remember, you can listen to every Dodgers home broadcast for every game with SiriusXM and the SXM app. All you got to do is search Dodgers, and you can find the home broadcast for every game if you're not available to watch. You can also find us on there if you search Locked on Dodgers. Let's finish up. Max Muncy, not in the lineup again last night. We found out that he had a great he, – they're calling it a grade two hamstring strain, which I'm very interested in you know, them announcing it as a grade two hamstring strain and then saying, we think he can come back and play Sunday. So we're not going to put him on the injured list yet. Cause if you look up grade two hamstring strain, it's usually like a two to three week process. And, you know, even if it's a mile, I don't know. They could have just said, Oh, it's hamstring. You know, they didn't have to give us the grade two. Cause if you look at it from any way, grade two is usually two, three. But regardless, the Dodgers said they're hoping to get him back by Sunday. And, you know, then after the game, Dave Roberts said, like, by Saturday, they'll have to make a decision on the I.O. I don't understand the reasoning for this. If he has a hamstring strain, put him on the injured list. 
hamstrings don't just, you know, they don't just magically go away. And, you know, when they first came out, it was a cramp. And then, you know, we thought, okay, it was just a cramp. Robert said that, you know, where the pain is, it's lower than where the cramp was. So, like, it's not directly related to that cramp. It might be, you know, somewhat related, but not directly related. And for me, like, what's the point? Put him on the injured list and let him heal. Even if it's a very mild hamstring strain, let him miss 10 or yeah, 10 days, right? 10 days, 15 days, even if it's 15 days. And the, on top of that, it's not like Max Muncy is tearing down, you know, he's not like he's the best offensive player in the world right now. So it's not anything like, you know, if it was Freddie Freeman, I could understand, okay, like, you know, let's give Freddie a few days. Hopefully we don't have to put on the injured list. Um, but it's Max Muncy. He's been struggling, and obviously I know he's your number four hitter, and I know that, you know, the Dodgers are believe in him and count on him, but I just think it all lines up well where, okay, reset his brain a little bit, get him healthy so he doesn't have another hamstring strain later or or strain it even more. And the flip side, <clears throat> let's see what these what these guys got. I mean, Michael Bush in the last two weeks is hitting 471, four homers, 15 RBI, two triples, four doubles. Now, again, we don't know what he's going to do when he comes to the majors, but we also don't know what he's not going to do if he give if he's given two weeks at third base to show off and see what he can do, or at least get the majority of the starts at third base. Like, why why not see that? Why not why not see that? And and yeah, your lineup might suffer because you're basically going from one through five to one through four. But as we talked about with Max Muncy, it's it hasn't been a one through five. It's been a one through five minus four for almost a month now, in terms of real true actual production yeah he hits homer still but it hasn't been to a point where you know his ops is continues to drop it's not like he's maintaining the 800 ops or anything he's been struggling the last month so for me it's just like why wait put him on the injured list figure it out now if it's mild i guess if it's like a not a grade two but maybe i don't know if there's a grade three so maybe grade two is just the way they had to grade it but as far as i know you don't mess with the hamstring. What and I, you know, Eric Steven did have one point of why they may be waiting, um, in terms of waiting till the weekend to figure out if he needs to go on the injured list or not. And it's basically a matter of how many games he's going to miss. If they wait till Saturday, he's going to have he would miss the same amount of games as if they put him on the injured list now. I believe. But either way, like, put him on the injured list, call up Michael Bush, give him some at-bats, and figure it out. Uh, here it is. Uh, Eric Stevens said, while it's true Dodgers are stubborn and waiting on IL moves for regulars, in this case with Max Muncy, because of off days next week, an IL move Friday has him miss the same eight games as if he would have went on the IL today. So I guess that's the reasoning for it. If you're going to miss the same amount of games, depending today or Friday, I guess, but again, put him on the injured list, call him Michael Bush, give him some starts at their base, and let's see if he can hit. And at the very least, you know, know what you got with some of these guys that you have on your roster with some of these young guys, and and that's the way it goes. So, yeah, uh, you know, that's it. 
there's it wasn't a, a the most positive episode a lot of what we're talking about especially with the bullpen is is a matter of pitch better do better because there's not a lot better on the horizon or in the or you know in the minors i guess there is guys in the minors but we're not i don't think that i might be at that point we might be at that point almost the dodgers aren't at the point where it's just call up guys and see who works or who sticks but uh, yeah, it might be a matter of it, it's almost time to just say, you know what? We have a lot of guys that are going to be probably in the Rule Five draft or close to it, or we're not going to have room for a lot of these guys. Let's see what some of them have and see if anyone can help us out this year because we don't know how the future is going to lay out. So, regardless, uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen of the day every day. Make sure to subscribe and check us out every day wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Become an everydayer. We're here for you every Monday through Friday, so why not be here with us? You can also listen to every Dodgers home broadcast with SiriusXM or the SXM app. Just search Dodgers, and uh, you can listen to the home broadcast for every game. You can also find us on there if you search Locked On Dodgers. You can find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Locked On Dodgers. Jeff is on Twitter at Snydog. I'm at Vince Samperio. DMs are open on all those accounts if you need to get a hold of us. You can also get a hold of us via email, lockedondodgers at gmail.com or via voicemail text at 323-863-5625. We're here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be with us. When you get in your car, if you're at home, tell your smart device play podcast, Locked On Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one.